Well, good morning, wise who wore. Happy Wednesday. Or as my husband would say, what day is it? And I'll be like, it's Wednesday. He said, no, girl, it's hump day. Happy hump day, y'all. <laughs> um, takes me back to the camels on the commercial. Um, but good morning. God morning. Great morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. And as I was sitting here getting ready to turn my camera on, God reminded me of Psalms um, 40 and 1, which says, Serena, I waited patiently on the Lord <laughs> and he inclined unto me and he heard my cry. Anybody been waiting patiently on the Lord for him to answer your prayers, for him to restore, to renew, to open doors, um, to move you to another level in him or to move you to another position within your job. God says, I've heard your cry and I've heard your prayers, but us, we must wait patiently on the Lord, knowing that he's heard our prayers. Yeah, knowing that he's heard our petitions, but it's when we believe that he's heard them, when he begins to respond. I'm gonna just leave that there <laughs> because I know that there's more to come. But listen, Psalms 40 and one has kept me a many days, um, a many days, I'm gonna just leave it there. Serena. Come on in here, girl. Good morning, wise who wore. Good God, Wednesday morning. I am glad to be here. Ladies, God is still working. Who needs to be reminded today that God is still in the business of answering prayers? Well, I am here today to remind you all that God is still working. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning before we jump in. Lord God, I thank you this morning. I thank you for being a great God. I thank you because you're sovereign. I thank you because you're omnipotent and omnipresent, Lord God. And I thank you that you care so much about us, Lord God, that you feel that we're so important that you meet us here every morning. So, Lord God, I thank you that you love us so well, Lord God. You love us unconditionally, Lord God, and you allow us into your presence, even in the midst of our sin, Lord God. So we ask today that you would have mercy on us. Have mercy, Lord God. We've thought something, we said something, we've done something that wasn't pleasing in your eyes. Lord God, this morning we come and we lay it at your feet. We ask that you would have mercy and that you would cleanse our heart, cleanse our minds, Lord God. Renew a steadfast right spirit in us. Lord God, open our hearts and our ears to hear from you this morning. Open our hearts and our minds to hear from you this morning. Let them not hear Serena, but allow them hear you speak through me what it is that you want to deposit into the women of God on this morning. So Lord, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your word. And I thank you for your encouragement on today. We'll be careful to give you all the glory and the praise and the honor because you alone deserve it and you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ladies, God is still good. 
I know as we look around in our world today, many people that we see are struggling. Many people are struggling with loved ones that have either lost their way or dealing with a prodigal husband or a prodigal child. Um, And it just seems like all hope is lost. But be reminded today that God is still working. Someone else just received some bad news and forever their life is going to be changed. I want you to know that God is still working. So let me ask you, do you depend on trouble and chaos? Who do you depend on when trouble and chaos is all around you? Who do you depend on when you have no strength? Who is it that you depend on when you're facing life circumstances in which you have nothing that you can do about? Who? People of God, I want to encourage you to depend on God. Depend on God who has given us his wonderful promises in his word. Promises that when life tries to push us down, God promises are what you and I both should depend on because he is a faithful God. He's a faithful God. He's a God who keeps his word and he's a God who cares and wants the best for us. We also know that he is the truth. So no matter what our circumstances look like, God is the truth. So I pray that this message today serves as a reminder to each and every one of you that God is still working and for you to look for him in his promises. His promises are for you. They're for me. So trust in God's promises. Trusting in his promises is when we'll realize that's when we are taken care of, you guys. God is a faithful God. He does not lie. He does not come short. He, he's, not a, a, he's not forgetful. He doesn't even have to be reminded. We remind him because he tells us to ask and keep asking. But he doesn't need to be reminded. It's to help us. So. Let me tell you what the Bible says in Isaiah 41 and 13. It says, for I, the Lord God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, fear not, I will help you. Who is in need of help? Who is calling on the Lord this morning? Well, his promises is found in Isaiah 41, 13. Write it down. He says that I, the Lord, your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, fear not, I will help you. So what are you worried about? Is he your God? He says, fear not, he'll hold your hands. Isaiah 40 verses 29 says, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Says, I know it's been tough. I know it's been long. I know you feel like giving up, but don't give up because he tells us in his word again, his promise is that he'll give power to the weak and he'll increase your strength. So God is waiting on you to ask him to increase your strength. Give your cares and cast them all over to God. He's listening. He's our strength when we're weak. And his promises are yes and amen. They will not return back to him void. He gives us power. He gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. 
This is a promise, you guys, a promise for us to hold on to, especially in times of weakness. And I'm sure we've all had our times. And if you haven't gotten there, sis, hold on. Your time is coming. God will give us strength always in a situation when you're weary. I know the situation may be weary, but remember that God will give you strength, that he will help you stand in times that are tough. You don't stand alone. You're standing in the strength. His promises is to never to leave or to forsake you because yes, ma'am, he is still working. Even though you don't see his hand working, yes, ma'am, he is still working. He's a great God. He also tells us in Exodus 14 and 14, he says, the Lord will fight for you. You shall just hold your peace, sis. I don't know about you, but I ain't have no big brothers and sisters to be able to fight for me. But if I ever got into a situation as a child and I had someone to be able to fight for me, I had a twin and we fought together if we had to. But necessarily, if I had somebody that could go before me who would say, don't worry about it. And some of y'all have some siblings that would say, who did what? Wait a minute. Oh, hold on. You stay here. I'm supposed to go get them. Now imagine that. Imagine our God in heaven saying, baby, hold on. You ain't got to worry about that. I got you. I'm going to take care of that. You just hold your peace. You be still and know that I'm going to fight your battle. So he tells us again, that even when you've been wronged, even when things are unjust and unfair on your behalf, he says in his word, his promise is that the Lord will fight for you. You only need to hold your peace. That's Exodus 14 and 14. It says, hold your peace. God is the best revenger. He can punish those that have hurt us worse than what we can ever possibly imagine. And in ways that we wouldn't even think of imagining because our ways of justice is not his ways of justice. He's a sovereign God. He's a loving God. He's a merciful God. He's a forgiving God. And so also, I'm going to throw this in, we're imitators of Christ, so we should be also. This is a promise for us, a promise for our safety God will fight your battles. Again, you're safe in his bosom. All you need to do is hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battle. There's no need to fight the battle by yourself. Allow God to fight the battle for you. And remember that this battle that you're facing, it ain't yours anyways. It's his. He says the battle belongs to me. So are you fighting in your own power, sis? You are, and if you have been, let me just encourage you. Stop fighting in your own battle, in your own strength. Allow the Lord to fight for you. That way you'll win and come out unscarred or not smelling like smoke. The Bible tells us also in Philippians 4.19, it says, And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Do you have a need today? Have you been petitioning the Lord on your behalf for some needs that you have? Well, again, says his promises are yes and amen. It's in the word, Philippians 4.19. This is a promise for provision. If you have a need, God can meet that need. There's nothing too hard for God. Now, that doesn't mean that everything that you want, you're going to get. Let me just be honest with you, but Jesus Christ will give you 
everything that you have a need for. You have a need, ask, he'll provide it. You have a want, ask, he may provide it. (laughs) So I encourage you. I encourage you today to get to know God's promises for yourself, ladies. The Bible is full of promises. You get to know them for yourself. Get to know them, hold on to them, repeat them, speak them out loud, eat them, chew on them, regurgitate on them, and chew on them some more because it brings life. And it brings life, especially in situations when it's hard, when you're when you're facing trials of life, when you got that wayward child, when you got that prodigal spouse, when you have that hard coworker or that impossible boss to deal with. You're going to need his promises. So there's one thing to come to terms with in life. And the reality is, is that life is unpredictable. None of us know what today brings. None of us know what today's brings, but God does. So trust the one who knows. I am so grateful that he's given us his promises and that he's already been into yesterday. He's already seen what's happening today. So with his promises and with his foresight, I think we're in pretty good hands if we can trust him. So I'm grateful that we can serve a never changing God. I'm grateful that Jesus is the same yesterday. I'm thankful that he's the same today and he will be the same tomorrow as well as forevermore. God never changes, you guys. He healed yesterday. He healed thousands of years ago, and he's still healing today. God loved the rejected thousands of years ago. He loved the outcasts back, way back when. He's still loving the outcasts right now. He's still loving on the rejected right now. He is the same today and forevermore. When God spoke the words, peace be still. And I believe that when he spoke those same words, then in the middle of the storm back then, that he can still speak them same words to you now in the middle of your storm. Peace be still. His word is his word and it's powerful and it's alive and it's active. Are you utilizing it? So when that storm comes, sis, remember the promise that he said he'll fight your battles for you, that he said you only need to be still. Remember that he said he'll be your strength when you're weak. Remember that he said that he healed then and he can heal now, that he loved the rejected then and he loves the rejected now. He specializes in the castaways. Are you feeling like you might be a castaway, sis? He loves you. You're not a castaway. You're in development. He's processing you. You're being developed. You're being pruned so that he can use you in this next season for his glory. Will you trust him today? That's when... That's why when life happens, you can stand in a storm 
and allow and not allow life challenges to shake you. But you have to trust God. You have to know his promises. You have to believe in his promises. How do you believe in them? Sometimes says, I'm going to just be very transparent. When you're in the storm and you're reading the promises, you're not feeling the result. You're, you may not even feel like you want to be in that reading the promises because you're not even feeling like it's pertaining to you or revelant at all. Well, says, keep reading, keep believing, keep speaking it even when you don't. You're going to keep speaking those things that are not as if they are. Because we have power in our tongue to manifest those things that are not as if they are. And then we're going to eliminate the stinking thinking by filling it with positive thoughts and his word with his promises. Because if you're thinking, thinking thoughts, you have no room for his promises. But if you're filling your heart with his promises and you're hiding his word in your heart, then you don't have room for stinking thinking. Which one are you going to choose today? Because, sis, let me remind you, God is still working. You may not see him. You may not feel him. But he is still working. Stand. Stand strong in the Lord. He has promised that he will fight our battles. He's promised that the deep waters won't drown us. And when we go through the fire, he said, we will not be burned. Sis, be encouraged. God is still working. So whether you're in the lion's den today or whether you're facing Pharaoh tomorrow, stand strong. Your deliverer, who is Jesus, the only one you can rely on, he will come through. And believe me, sis, let me say it again. He is the only one you can rely on and he will come through. I'm not saying that it'll be easy. I'm first to contest this. It ain't easy. You're going to have to put your big girl panties on. You're going to have to pray. You're going to have to fast. You're going to have to stay steadfast. You're going to have to renew your mind every day, sometimes momentarily. This is not a joke. It is a battle. You are at war. But guess what? We win. It's already been won. Stay connected to the source. The vine. Jesus. Allow him every day to pour into you. So that you can hide his word in you. So that when it comes time for him to use you. You have something that you can pour out, sis. You can't pour out if you're empty. And trials will come to empty us. Tribulations will come to deplete us. That's not God's plan. Don't give victory where it shouldn't be. Victory belongs to the Lord. Victory is yours. It does not belong to the enemy. Now, the Bible says in Psalms 34, 17, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and he delivers them out of all of their troubles. He didn't say some. It says the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and he delivers them out of all their troubles. Now, let's be very mindful that we should be encouraged to pursue righteousness 
Because when the day comes and it's your turn to cry out to God, you want to be found in righteousness. If you've been pursuing righteousness, then you can rest knowing that God will hear you and that he will deliver you. <clears throat> now, excuse me, to the flip side of that. If you're not found in righteousness, then you cannot expect this promise to be for you. God the Father has given his people, his people, the license to call upon him when troubles of life come. Are you one of his people? Notice how I said his people, God's people, those who pursue righteousness. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not perfect. It doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. But it does mean that you desire nothing to do with the world and everything to do with Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to ask the question again. Are you found in righteousness? It says the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and he delivers them out of all of their troubles. Are you found to be righteous? Are you found to be in Christ Jesus? You don't have to be perfect, sis, but are you striving towards the mark of the higher calling? Are you really seeking a personal, intimate relationship with the master, the creator of the universe? The one who has the master plan for your marriage, for your life, for your career? Are you found in Christ Jesus? There are conditions for you to be heard. These are the conditions for you to be heard by God. The conditions are being righteous. Are you a righteous person? And I mean righteousness, according to the word of God. Not the self-righteousness, which the Bible describes in Isaiah 64 and 6. And it says, but we are all like an unclean thing. And all our unrighteousness are like filthy rags. We all fade as a leaf and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. And that's the King James Version. This is the self-righteousness being described here. This is where your righteousness is in your own eyes, not according to God's word, but according to the standards that you have set. No more. This isn't the type of righteousness that we want or we need, you guys. As believers, we ought to chase the type of righteousness that pleases God. And get and it rids ourselves of any traces of pride, arrogance, or self-righteousness. Again, the type of righteousness that we should be seeking is the righteousness that pleases God and rids ourselves of all traces of pride, arrogance, and self-righteousness. We are to chase after the righteousness of God that qualifies you and myself to get God's attention. You want God's attention? I need his attention, sis. I need his attention all the time. I'm that kid that's always daddy, 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 mama, mama, mama. <laughs> my kids call my name so much, but I'm so that kid calling on Christ. 
He doesn't mind. Call on him. That's what he wants us to do. Because yes, is he is still working. We are to chase after the righteousness of God that qualifies us to get God's attention. Not self-righteousness, but the righteousness that's found in Christ. Would you seeking to be a disciple? With you seeking to be an imitator of Christ? With you seeking to please him and to perform his will over your own will? So, 2 Corinthians 5 and 21 tells us, it says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Don't miss the Bible says in him. So that is in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. So I ask you again, are you in Christ? Are you found in him? If so, these promises are for you. If so, they are alive and active and ready to go to war on your behalf. Get them inside of you. Hide the word in you. Study it. Study it. Study it. Every day, as often as you can remind yourself, get some word. Scripture at a time. It doesn't have to be a whole chapter. One verse at a time says the revelation can come. The Holy Spirit has a word for you in the one scripture. Just open your Bible and let them speak to you. Well, once again, Psalms 34 and 17 says the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and he delivers them out of all of their trouble. Second Corinthians. 5 and 21 says, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So we have established a criteria for God to hear your cry. It's righteousness. And we've discovered that the source of righteousness, which is Jesus Christ. Are you connected to Jesus Christ? And are you found? in him. None of us can be righteous unless we are in Jesus Christ. Unless you are submitted to him, we can never achieve righteousness. Are you submitted to Christ? Unless we are in love with Jesus, we can never be submitted to Christ. Unless you are completely sold out for him, Again, you have to be completely sold out for Christ Jesus if you are to be found in his righteousness. So, sis, I remind you today that no matter what it looks like, no matter where you find yourself at, no matter what trials life may throw at you, throw at you today or this week, be reminded, be encouraged that you're not alone that God is with you, that he's going to strengthen you through the process, that he's equipping you, that he's pruning you, that he's preparing you, and that you are on the right track and you are not alone because, yes, God is still on the throne and he is still working. So be encouraged today. 
And that is all I have for you guys. God is good. Be encouraged. And have a wonderful week. Denise is back to you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen, God is still working. And he's working it out for your good. If only we just believe that he knows and that he is working behind the scenes. My Lord, yes, hunty. <laughs> Pursue righteousness, run after it because the promises of God are only for those that are connected to the branch, baby. You can't be one of them leaves that has fallen off. Don't let the, don't look, don't let the seasons change on you and you miss up because you don't fell off the, off the tree, right? That was connected. Don't do that. My Lord. Yeah, Serena, thank you so much for an amazing reminder that even when we don't see God moving, right? He's working and that we don't have to fight the battles on our own. I say all the time, it's always me plus three. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I don't never fight alone. I was the only girl. I didn't never fight alone. My, my, I could call today. I could make a phone call. <laughs> and the posse is coming, right? So that's how I remember that. It's like, it's me plus three. I never fight alone. And even in that, all I have to do is stand back. And I get to see the salvation of the Lord because he's already done it for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I love it. I love you it. You said something when you said, um, don't be the leaf that fall off. Says when she said that, the Holy Spirit showed me that when a leaf falls off, it withers away. So if you are that leaf and you get disconnected from the tree, says you're going to wither away. You're going to die. There is no death on us. There is no dying prematurely. We are going to fulfill everything that God has predestined for us to fulfill. We will complete the task at hand. We will run the race and we will stay connected to the source, the true living vine, so that we do not wither away. Right. See, if you feel weak, check if you're connected. Right. Right. Mm. So even in that whole analogy, right? I, my mother and I transplanted some brand new flowers, seasonal flowers in my front yard, but we had to use a potting soil. And in the potting soil are the nutrients that help flourish and help the roots of the plant, right? Take root into the new soil. And then the, the soil is called miracle grow. God is the miracle grow to our roots system because when we're planted in good soil and God is good soil, right? We begin to blossom and we begin to bloom and our color becomes vibrant. Listen, y'all. Y'all better go get you some miracle grow, which is the word of God. Yes. <laughs> get you some miracle grow. 
not found at the Home Depot or the Lowe's, right? The miracle grow found in the book of life, found in the word, the miracle grow precept upon precept, line upon line, honey, the miracle grow that will help you sustain and mature in your think your thinking because Serena said no more stinking thinking it's the miracle grow that will change your perception it's the miracle grow that will change your mindset listen the miracle grow always available never runs out don't need to catch it on sale because it's free Huh. Hmm. In abundance. <laughs> In abundance. Listen. Because you know, if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's on a Saturday, honey, the check stand lines is wrapped around the corner. God is saying you're next in line. Mm. There mm. is no line. Because you're next in line. Self-serve. Any way you want it. What wasn't that a what burger what burger place was that? You could have it any way you want to have it, right? It was a that was a commercial Burger King. Burger King. Listen, you can supersize it. You can get it regular. Whatever you want. That's what God is saying. Whatever you need, it's found in me. Whatever your desires. I'm here to fulfill them if you live in righteousness, if you are connected to me. Because none of this matters. None of this is yours. You get nothing if you're not connected Come on. to him. So listen, you either want the promises or you don't. You choose. Choose ye this day. Whom you will serve. Y'all think that's cliche, but I'm telling you. Choose ye this day who you will serve. Because you cannot serve two masters, the world and God. He's a jealous God and he ain't going for it. So make a decision and don't be straddle the fence. I hate for you to oops and fall. Come on. While you're straddling the fence. Um, yeah. I hear the Lord say you ought not ask him for anything if you don't know him. Ooh. And that was deep. I don't know who it spoke, but I'm putting it out there because that's what I heard. So again, check your connection. Check that means can go as far as to even saying, sis, at this point, what the Lord just spoke, whatever he spoke for, whoever he spoke it to, I don't know. But you got to go back and reevaluate your salvation. Because maybe, just maybe, you thought that you were saved. Maybe you thought that you had done what was necessary to be called a child of God, but maybe you haven't. So go back and revisit and ask the Lord, have I really submitted my life to you? Have I really asked you to come in and to be my Lord and savior? And if not, it's as simple as saying, Lord, come in, sup with me. 
Lord, I have sinned and I've come short of your glory. The yeah, Lord. Lord, I need you to come in now and to change me. Yeah. I need you to fix me. I need yeah. you to purge me. I need yeah. you to cleanse me of all the things that are not like you yeah. and help me to be more like you. Lord, yeah. I submit my life to you. Ah, that's it. That's all. And allow him his rightful place on the yes. cross. And then submit is submitting. It's submitting submission. There's power in submission. Even yes, there when is. for our husbands, he wants us to learn how to submit. Yes. So what better place is to submit to him first? Because he's our first husband. And right. To be able to submit back right. to our own earthly husbands. Yes. So yeah. You can't submit to God. You cannot submit to anyone else. That's good. And submitting to God is submitting all of you. Come on. Not just this piece. I'm going to give God this piece of me. Right. No, God is saying, I want all of you. Because all of you owe to me. I owe all of me to him. Because he didn't just rescue and die and save a little piece of me. He rescued and died to save all of me. Yes. And then he tells us to come from out of them, right? Come from around them. Come out of the world. Because the world is killing you literally. He's he's the world is killing you and you don't even know that you're dying because you choose not to leave it completely. You keep running after it like it owes you something it don't owe you nothing but it's taking everything from you oh that's real good Ooh, yeah anywho go back reevaluate to ensure that you are connected to god the tree of life the branch, the miracle grow that you need to sustain and to thrive in this dying world that we live in. Yeah, I'm not, listen, it's that old school song that says, come to Jesus, come to Jesus right now. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus uh, right now. I'm a, he will heal you. Come on, that he will heal you right now. It's, it's that. That's what he's saying. He's calling you. Literally, God is beckoning for you. Hey, girl. Come here. I mean, woo, me over here, right? And we'd be like, I hear somebody calling me. Where they at? Oh, they must be calling somebody else. Can I say woo. that comes about us not being familiar with his voice? Because he says, my sheep will hear my voice and another they will not answer. So again, connect your 
check your connection. Because if, if mama or daddy call your name, I don't care if you're on the other side of the world, you're going to know mama and daddy voice. Hey. You know, it could be a million people in the room. You're going to know your mama and your daddy voice. So you better know daddy voice. Because he's beckoning and calling on you. He's beckoning for you. My God. We love you all. We pray that something shared through Serena by God um, and the additional ad-libs <laughs> <laughs> have sparked something on the inside of you today. Yes, Trey. Trey said, it, and he'll save you. Come on. That's, that's the other verse. Mm -hmm. Um, has sparked something on the inside of you that will cause you to go back and literally tell the Lord, God, if there's anything in me that is not of you, take it out. Take it out. Because my entire desire is not only to be in your will, but to be connected to you truly. Yes. Yes. And some stuff disallows us to be connected to him truly. Spirit of manipulation. Spirit of lust. Yes. Unforgiveness. Spirit of unforgiveness. Yeah, right? Those things don't allow room for God to dwell in. So ask him to remove the baggage, the stuff, the junk that causes you from being deeply rooted and grounded in him. And I'm telling y'all, he'll answer. If you come to him truly with a heart of repentance, asking him, to do it. It won't be look, it won't be long. It's getting ready to happen. Yeah. Remove not just the distractions to Kia, but the stuff that is not like you. Because I'm telling y'all, we allow our gates to see. Come on. And hear and absorb stuff that we should not be allowing our gates to hear and see and to store. But we do. And that stuff, when left unchecked, has the ability to multiply. Come on. Has the ability to open up other tunnels. Yes. Not just doors, tunnels that will have you leading and going down the road of destruction. Come on, Jesus. You have got to protect your gates. Yes. You cannot listen to everything. You cannot go everywhere. You cannot hang out with everyone. It's okay to not be invited to the party. 
can I just add that even if it's okay for you, it may not be okay for me. Just because it's not a sin doesn't mean that you should still partake in it. Correct. Correct. Because everything is not healthy. And everyone is not healthy. Come on. Come Diseases on. are passed through unhealthy people That's and right. unclean people. I'm not telling you that your circle is unclean. I'm just telling you that some of their circle may be unclean. <laughs> and just like we transfer germs. That's so good. That is good. It's the same transfer of nastiness. <laughs> I'm just saying. Come on. Check your circle and your circle circle. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm telling you. We think it's just, oh, okay, we just going to hang out. And then you'd be like, who is them people? I ain't never met them, right? Someone showed up at my house one day. And I had, they brought somebody with them and I didn't, had never met the individual. And I'm like, who was that? <laughs> you don't get to just pop up with somebody that I don't know at my house. And you didn't tell me that that don't work for me. Right. So, and I wasn't being nasty or rude. I was just like, I don't know them. Guarded. And I don't know what they bring. Right. We sent my son off to school and I was like, listen, you don't know these folks. My husband, we were just talking about that. I was like, you remember when we told Devante, you're going to a new school, you got a car, you don't know these people. You didn't grow up with these folks. You don't know their baggage. You don't know where they come from. Don't allow everyone to ride in your car because if the police pull you over and it's some stuff in your car, it's, it's on you because you're the owner of the vehicle. Y'all, I hope you're catching this in the spirit because you're the owner of your vehicle, your person. That's right. And you don't get to allow everyone to ride in your car. That's right. You don't get to allow everyone to enter into your house because my house is my sanctuary. But if the police pull you over and you're found guilty because of the junk that's on the inside of you, if God pulls you over, and there's junk found on the inside of your vehicle, your body, your person, your spirit man. You're found guilty. And you could be guilty by association. Yes. Just saying. Wisdom is the principal thing. Yes. And in all thy getting, Get an understanding that you don't get to just do and be and hang and go with everything and everyone because of who you say you are now. Period. But who you say you are. Ooh. Jesus. Because if that ain't you, stop saying it's you. That's right. And just go be great. But if it is you, then you got to operate in a space that looks different and is different because of who you say, whose you say you are and who you say you are. Protect your gates. Watch over your car. Don't allow anyone to ride in it. 
and to put their junk in it. Come on. Meaning you don't get to call me with the stuff. Right? That's right. Because that's the junk. That's right. You turn on a movie and you think it's going to be good and then some old other stuff break out. That's not conducive for you. Then turn it off. All right, y'all. I ain't fussing. I'm just keeping it real. Because we got to be careful. And Latanya, yes, we got to operate differently. God be is calling us. He called, ooh, be ye not conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of our minds. It's a daily task. Trey said, you call me. We're going to pray. <laughs> right, Trey. <laughs> Don't call me with no foolery. Right. Listen, we ain't, we ain't going down there. Nope. Let me reel you in. Nope. I mean, look, let me transfer. Hold on. Let me transfer you. Hold, please. <laughs> you be in the background transferring calls. Hold, please. I become an operator. They be like, Denise, what happened? Girl, I don't know. I've told you to hold on a minute. <laughs> Girl, we transferred to Jesus. <laughs> hold, please. Listen. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have an amazing day in the Lord. We love you. Um, and we pray that uh, you experience God today on a very different level. Um, on a different level and at a deeper, in a deeper space. How deep can you go today? Love y'all. I got one more thing. One more quote for the day is today is May 31st. And it says, adjusting your beliefs to the truth God reveals to you is the first step. The next step is to respond to that truth in obedience. Then uh -huh. you will experience the closer relationship with God. Always connect and reveal truth to your understanding of God and your relationship with him. Tell me our God is not perfect, you guys. That is the day's word. And that is just concurrence to what he had already poured into us. Go yeah. be great. <laughs> Go be great. Love y'all. <laughs>